everyone, and welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 220 for the week of July 16th, 2012. Welcome, everybody. Here it is. I'm Adam, and this is Doug, and we're back together, finally. It seems like forever, but, uh... Hey, yeah, everybody, too, we got to share with you. We're sitting outside. It's 9.30 at night, so if you hear, like, grasshoppers and crickets and everything, then that's... There you go. <laughs> yeah, you're getting the true sound of, uh... Uh, of nature so no it's good to be back so yeah finally we have power we have air conditioning and everybody's happy anyway uh okay this week we're going to be uh, doing a lot of news going to cover a lot of different things so just uh, sit back and uh, and get ready for that Uh, we also want to do some shout outs to some people who have actually uh mentioned us in one way or another and i wanted to give a shout out to somebody who i just recently found who does something on youtube and i think they do a really good job so uh and last we will be featuring character dining and some changes in the dining plan so that is it and we'll be right back we went Alright everybody, and we're back. Um, So, first thing on the news item, uh, something pretty cool, it's not necessarily Disney related, but it is podcast related and Apple related. So Apple has released a new podcast app for the every iOS device out there. Um, Obviously, if you're an older iOS device, sorry, I don't know if it's compatible quite yet, but um, I didn't look up the specs. I'm sure there's something that it's limited to if you have an old, old, old iPhone or something, but... Um, uh, anyone with the new stuff, it's uh, it's great. So um, I checked it out this week. Did you have you gotten? A yeah, it's a little to... glitchy. Okay, I've noticed like it'll pause and do some things here and well, there. Well, let me tell but you. But all in all, the nice thing about it is it actually will pull your new shows without without you going without you having to come go back in and yes. find the new show. Yes. So there's no manual process anymore. You can actually subscribe to shows within the app. Yep. The cool thing also is it actually lets you like. It consolidates everything in a album art format, so it mimics your library what you have, but it gets a it gives you a quick way to get to the store easily and download. The only thing I noticed, there is a play button within it. And if you are in the store and you hit play, it's actually streaming from the store. It's yeah. not downloading. So if you right. wanna listen to your downloaded shows, you have to go back to your downloaded shows. I only say that for one reason. People like me who are not, I'm not grandfathered into the data package like you where you have unlimited. Yeah. I am limited in data, so if I'm out and about and I want to listen to a show, I have to make sure I'm clicking on my library to listen to my shows I've downloaded. Because That's if a you're, real good point. If you're streaming audio, it can really um, take, oh. some, take huh. some hits to your data. So, yeah. so be advised of that. But other than that, it's a pretty cool way, uh, so check us out. Uh, I believe you can also tweet. Uh, email and do all kinds of stuff from links throughout. So if you're listening to our podcast on that or you have it on your phone or your iPod or iPod Touch or iPad, uh, push it out there. Send out a tweet to say, hey, uh, these guys are cool or these guys are whatever or whatever. Send us something. Adam and Doug are the greatest. There we go. Anyway. <laughs> so there you go. That was, that was a big item on there that I thought was pretty important. No, uh, it's great. From an Apple device. So. Okay, next. Okay, now to Disney. <laughs> Disney blogs. Disney okay. blogs. We, we try to say something every week because Disney blog always gives us something to talk about. Um, Disney blog ha- is consistently uh, releasing new stuff to what's going on in, in both or all of their parks, I should say. 
uh, this week they just released some new pictures of Fantasyland yes. uh, at Walt Disney World. So I'm looking at it right now. It's actually um, it is a picture of uh, Eric Prince Eric's Castle. Uh, which is tops off the Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid attraction. Now, if I'm correct, this is not the same facade that is over in Disneyland. No, yeah, because they don't have the room. So they don't have the room. Um, But it's going to be the same attraction. It's going to be the same attraction, but from what I heard, the queue queue is going to be insane. It's Toy Story Mania. Because Toy Story Mania there, their queue is not like Walt Disney World's queue. But they have a Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, they do have him, but he sits outside on the midway. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so... Well, uh, there it is. So at least, um, you know, this picture is a really cool picture, and there's also uh, an artwork depicting it. And just so the date, let's throw the date out there. July 10th of 2012 out on the Disney blog is a pretty cool picture. So check that out and keep updated on Disney's blog, and we will talk more about You know Disney's what, too, blog. just let me follow up. That That's not a slam on Disneyland. I love the fact that each one of the parks is different, and it drives me crazy when I hear the the back and forth of, Kind of people thinking, well, Disneyland's yeah. better than Walt Disney World, and I don't. I actually would love to go to every one of them and see them all. So that was not a slam on it at all. Um, yeah. Okay. Same here, and I I'm just more familiar with Disney World, yeah. and you've if you guys have listened to our show enough, you understand we're all about Disney World because it's East Coast and we've been to it a bunch, and it's bigger and it's you can do like tons more, just Disney. Including and tons more walking. Including tons more walking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do some, just touch on some upcoming events. We've done shows on these, so we just want to, it's kind of a reminder. We're throwing it out there to remind you that um, these things are coming up. So if you're planning a vacation, uh, try to squeeze these into your vacation. So the first thing uh, is food and wine. Food and wine festival is coming up. There's all kinds of stuff that goes on there. You can go back and listen to our show. And we've talked even again recently, we've touched on a little bit what happens at Food & Wine. It's a great event, uh, just be prepared if you're there on the weekend for it to be crowded, real crowded. So. Uh, watch out for the opening weekend. We were yeah. there and it was crazy. Oh my gosh, People were parking man. in the grass, I think we mentioned that before. Yeah, and it was wall-to-wall people. The other thing is, I think a month or two ago we talked about the new stuff that's happening. So check that out. Um, if you are new to it or you are not new to it, um, yeah, I'm sure if you're not new to it, you're familiar. And you're probably already planning to go because, in my opinion, one of the, my most favorite activities to do from a seasonal aspect that I've been to so far. And so. the next one was actually probably my favorite that that we've done, that I've done, that we've kind of been in together. And that's Mickey's Not So Scary. Yep. Um, I haven't been, of course, to every um, uh, hard ticket event, but this one was incredible. I yeah, had a blast. I agree. I mean, it was not even like being in the Magic Kingdom. It was like being in a small town. We mm-hmm. You can listen to that. We've done a full review on the show uh, on Mickey's Not So Scary. So, um, But, yeah, it's a great time. I would wholeheartedly tell somebody to go and check it out. Don't miss it. Um, of course, the closer you get to, to Halloween, the busier it's going to be. We were actually there in the beginning of October, which was fantastic. Nice, cool yes. evening. Yes. After a hot day, it was great, cool evening, and we had a blast. Yes. Even when we were exhausted, too, because that was a long day for us that yeah. day, and it was still just a it's honestly one of the best times I can remember ever having yep. in the Magic Kingdom. So, And shortly following after that is Mickey's Very Merry Christmas pre- uh, Party, and I'm going to throw this out there. Our friends, listeners of the show, Bob and his wife Cheryl, they are going, and they are attempting, I've never heard this done, 
They are attempting to catch both Mickey's Not So Scary and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party so in one week. So they're there for the week. transition. So they are there for the transition. Not only do they get to see the park simultaneously change overnight, well, mostly. I've heard rumors about how things change, like some stuff just pops up yeah. you know, overnight. Um, but not only that, but they're going to catch um, Mickey's Not So Scary. I believe the last showing is November 1st, if I'm not mistaken. They're going to catch that, and then they're going to catch the first uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party showing, which is like the November 8th or 9th or something like that. And they're staying that time, and they actually they actually had to pay an extra day just to stay over, and it's pretty cool, just because uh, they weren't sure they could get an extra day from DVC and all this stuff. I know anyway. that when I ran around the parks there uh, a little while back, uh, when I was there on my own, and I met up with Bob, and him and I ran around the parks on a Friday morning into a Friday afternoon. He had talked about trying to plan that out, so it's cool, cool. to hear that he actually yep, yep. has worked it I out. I heard about it from Cheryl, so I, I really hope they do well, and Bob, when you're listening, yes, uh, definitely I want to hear about it, how, how things went, and what the transition was like, so um, yeah, that's something to look forward to. So. Okay, something else I wanted to start doing or try to do was give a shout out to people that I think do things well, that are out there in the podcasting or YouTube community or whatever they happen to be. And then people actually they give shout-outs uh, for us. They do stuff for us. So, first of all, uh, I found uh, a somebody that I subscribe to that we subscribe to on uh, YouTube called WDW Facts One, and he actually just put up great park music. Cool. Uh, nice, crisp, clear sound. Uh, their clips are actually pared down. He even put up stuff uh, like the old uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Yeah. Uh, what well, wasn't now? See, it's crazy. I can't. Paging Tom yes, Morrow. Yeah, and, and stuff then like he that. had like the robotic voice, and you don't really hear that so much anymore. So, put that up. He put a lot of stuff like that up. He even put Lanoub and the music from Lanoub up. Um, yeah. So yeah, a lot of stuff like that. Really good quality stuff. And I know he didn't have a lot of hits yet, but the stuff actually just went up in mid June. Okay. So I would tell anybody go and go and find that and check it out. All right. Uh, next is the Dispod review. They actually, every week, have uh, put up, the, usually it's from the show that we've done the week before. They put a shout-out on Twitter for us, to, and they actually even put in their own description, which tells me they're actually listening to the show, mm-hmm. and then they put in their own description of what the show uh, is, what it contains for that week. So that's extremely nice of them for yeah. them to take the time. And if you guys are listening, I'm sure you will. Thanks. We yeah. really appreciate it. Uh, next is, I believe his name is Chris Wakefield and the Wakefield Reporter, the Wakefield Blog. And he actually said something several weeks ago uh, about us, that he liked the show. Um, I've even thought, you know, at some point I would love to be able to get some people on the show. These are some of the people I'd like to maybe gather up. Uh, they're not the everyday people that you hear about. But he said some really nice things about us, and so I at least wanted to say that. Um, yeah. And say thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, okay. Uh, as far as shout-outs, that's it. So we're ready to... Head, uh, we'll take a break and then we'll head into the feature, which will be uh, character time.
we're back, and so here we are. We're gonna the feature of this week's show, all about character dining. Lo and behold, Doug sends out an email earlier in the week. We're thinking about it. I'm thinking I got to do some research. Not only that, but Roy sends us some updated information about the 2013 Disney Dining Plan, and then we find that there's a new blog post that's just released on Saturday. We're actually recording pretty late in the week. We usually don't do that. Um, but so we're going to cover those two items and all the research behind it directly from the, um, those sources. So uh, first on this, we're going to talk about the dining plan now. So the 2013 Disney Dining Plan prices have been released. Uh, the biggest thing that jumps here is pricing. Um, according to the quick service dining plan, it looks like things are jumping a couple of bucks for the adult and the children. It's now $37.58 per night for ages 10 and up and $14.32 per night for ages 3 to 9. That, that That's changes. raising from $34.99 to $37.58 and from $11.99 to $14.32. Yep. And that is from the, that's a quick service, so uh, something to be advised when you're booking. Um, there's also an addition that the BR Guest Restaurant will be in a new addition to the 2013 Disney Dining Plan. So that is something helpful in your planning. Since that does release, they want to make sure that you do get free dining when you go to this new attraction, which I'm sure will be slammed for quite some time. Uh, the standard dining prices also have raised uh, a couple of boring bucks. So it's $55.59. Per night for ages 10 and up and 17, 16 per night. That does not seem right. Is it really that much difference? I for thought ages it was, 3 to 9? Yeah, could I guess be. it is that um, much difference. Uh, yeah, it could be. Because, wow, I know that's almost uh, that's almost quick service plan. Yeah. You know what? I, it, maybe that's their way of actually helping to cushion the blow of a price raise again. Interesting. And I, you know what? If they're running statistics correctly, maybe they're finding that a lot of people, they find it hard to pay Whatever, even like $25 for a child, Yeah, three years well, old. Well, I guess so. they figure adults coming with a child, so right. they're going to pay sometime. Yep. But, um, so anyway, just to jump back to the prices, so it is a little different. First of all, value in regular seasons, $55.59 per 10 and up, $17.16 for ages 3 to 9. The peak season, it jumps up at even, a, even $2 more, $56.94 per night, ages 10 and up, $18.16 per, per this, night, This is actually three something to nine. that they've always done. And, no, nah, they haven't always done the last couple of years, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Um, so that's, that's quite a big difference. Uh, 2012 uh, value in regular season prices were 51.54, and 2012 peak season prices were 53.54. So I believe if that means just because they've announced these things, if you already have them booked, I forget what happens. I, you're going to have to talk to Roy about that. No, because I have them booked. I think it's the same. Yeah, it's got to be the same because they'd have to raise the price of my package. Yeah, if you're point. already paid for it, yeah. then you're good. So um, check that out and make sure that you are um, paying attention to that stuff as it comes out. Also, the deluxe dining plan. So we've got regular and uh, value in regular season, ninety nine ninety seven for ages 10 and up, twenty six eighty four for ages 3 to 9, and the peak season, 102.27 for ages 10 and up, 28.91 for ages 3 to 9. 2012 prices, this is even a bigger jump. Um, it was 85.52 for adults, regular and value season, and it, it was 89.52 peak season. So that's uh, like a 10 buck, $12, $12 jump there. So, so just something to keep in mind. But it's just got to be that that's really getting hit hard. And, you know, I always like to brag about finding those kind of loopholes, the areas that they've left to where you can take advantage of cost savings and... They're tightening a lot of that stuff up. They continue to do that. That's mm -hmm. what you have to do when you're in business. 
So. Uh, there's there's more to it that we should probably cover. Um, first of all, there are a few changes made in the Disney Dining Plan brochures for 2013. So just make sure you check that out. Uh, usually Disney's pretty good about putting the brochure online uh, on their website. Uh, obviously it's 2013, so they I don't think they'll put it out there until we hit 2013. Um, special dining events. This brochure uh, this year spells out cl clearly that special dining events with special menus offered at certain table service locations are not included in the Disney dining plan. Uh, find the Okay, gratuities. Uh, the specification now appears in the brochure. And an automatic gratuity charge may also be added to your bill for items you order that are not included in the Disney dining plans. For example, alcoholic beverages. Something very important to keep in mind as you're doing this. Um, let's do cancellations. You'll need to cancel any advanced dining reservation by 10 p.m. on the day prior to your, prior to your reservation to avoid any cancellation fees. They did the cancellation fee thing. That's pretty new, so it's some. And it actually has done really well as far as helping you to be able to get in a, a reservation and to, or even to do a walk-in into a lot of restaurants. So, um, Other than that, uh, there's really... we got really, Hoop to do review. Yeah. Uh, it's, I there's, mean, some, there's some particulars in there I'm not, I didn't want to go over. Right. So, um, no, yeah. I think, you know what, if you're planning something like that, definitely talk to Roy, talk to your rep, whoever you're using... For travel and make sure that you're very clear on what's going on with the dining plan when you get ready to purchase. So yes. most of the time, most travel reps are going to do a good job of making sure that you understand everything that's happening. So yep. So keep that in mind. Also, um, they haven't announced it, or at least I haven't seen anything for it. But just keep in mind that there is almost always something to do with free dining at some point. Now. Um, yeah, I'm doing free dining in September. Yes. But it's that month. It's only one month, basically, yes. from August to September. It is that only one month, so it's not something that you can really take advantage of all the time. So just keep in mind, I think they've, I think they've consecutively now done it in September for quite some time now. Right. So um, you know, you're probably going to get that. You may want to look for that if you want to plan your vacation around that, because with the prices raising, free dining is even better. And remember, I'll just jump back again. Uh, you can always look at annual pass, and you can look at tables in Wonderland uh, as far as because yeah, alcoholic, alcohol beverages are going to be included in that as far as your 20% off, yeah. where with the dining plan you're not getting that. So work all that stuff in, talk it up with your travel rep, work it out with yourself. Um, you can still make the numbers work. It's just a lot of times you have to uh, work a little harder at making it happen. So. And I think in reality the benefit is just how often you go. Yep. Because if you don't go so often, free din free Disney dining is going to work fine for you. Yeah. If you go a lot, Tables in Wonderland might be better for you. So yeah. keep that in mind. Okay. So now let's let's head on to character dining. And I think, Doug, we didn't talk about this ahead of time. I just want to – I'd like to go through this Disney blog item just a little bit. Now, they talk about Disneyland a lot. We're not going to hit on Disneyland, really. I kind of want to talk about Disney World. Um, there's an article here they – they uh, link to um, that I want to fill in, and then I want to give our opinions on some of the character dinings that we've done because there's they they talk about them, but at the same time I think it's important to give a firsthand um, whatever witness to what what you do in the Disney in the character dinings and the different stuff because I've seen some posts on the blog here that kind of like um, anyway let's, we're going to go into that and I'd like to give everybody information on that if you've not done it or maybe you have done it or you were trying to avoid it or you don't want to deal with it so alright everybody so now we're going to head on to uh, the information that we're talking about the character dining and 
just happened that uh, as we started to build uh, show notes for this week, uh, a lot of good stuff came out of the Disney blog here, and um, it's just great stuff. So, uh, one of the cool things uh, Disney does on their blog, they have a thing called Take 5, that is basically the top five things that the blog has covered over a certain amount of time, and they have, lo and behold, a thing called Take 5 Disney Character Dining, um, and it covers Disneyland and Disney World, and the, the date on that is... July 14th. Saturday, July 14th. So if you want to check it out, uh, they do a really good job with their search also, I found. If you actually do a real quick search, it'll actually show you some stuff. But anyway, uh, there's top five links there. The first link involves uh, Walt Disney World, and then the, in the next four... Actually, not all of them are the second one, third one, and those two are Disneyland, and then the fourth one has to do with Animal Kingdom... And then the fifth oh, one's all back good. to Disneyland. All right, so we'll start with so, the first one. So I, I didn't want to go oh, a whole bunch okay. into the Disneyland stuff just because we've been to the Walt Disney World enough that I want to comment on what they've got here. That's fine. So, yeah. All right, so the one I'm looking at here is called Insider Tips for Di Dining with Disney Characters at Walt Disney World. Uh, it's written by Pam Brandon of Disney Parks Food Writer. Uh, the One of the first things she recommends here, she says, We strongly recommend reservations far in advance, but if it's last minute, it's worth a try to stop by the restaurant and inquire. My first opinion to that is, I have heard things like things will cancel, people will cancel, so continue to persist. If you don't get into the place you want to get into as a reservation, continue to persist. Sometimes calling is better than calling online. Calling is better than trying to do it online. You've done it. Always. I've yep. done it. I think it's better sometimes. And I've, and I've heard over and over people say, uh, a lot of times when you can't find a reservation online, when you call, lo and behold, there's a reservation. Yep. And a lot of people also have said, hey, even if you couldn't get a reservation for the day, walk into the place on that day. That's what I was going to say. Because they always save a certain amount of tables yep. for yep. walk-ins. So. Now, that I, I don't know if that will change in the future. They're trying yeah. to get you to, to do this online stuff a lot sooner now. They're, but I, up to this point, they don't want guest satisfaction to be turned down in right. the parks. Right. And there could be people from and com, coming from China that have not looked anything in advance, and they want them to be able to, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, anyway, check into that. It's obviously we yes we suggest it as well. Uh, having the reservation in advance as early as you can is better, and they usually do it 180 to 80 days in advance. So keep that on your calendar as you're booking. Um, okay, if you're planning breakfast. Go early or go late. It's a great way to wake everybody up and ready to take on the character, the attractions with a full tummy or to miss the bu busiest times and maybe have a little more time with the characters. That's pretty, pretty I good. I think it's actually a good idea as far as breakfast. I think it's a good idea. Or an early lunch. I know with having young kids, um, they're getting tired around like 2 or 3 o'clock. Well, if you plan a late lunch or an early dinner, you could have a very grouchy child on your hands who's Definitely. not going to really enjoy what you're trying to do. So Plus, sleeping in and having a late breakfast, sometimes that just gets the day off to a great start. Yep. Depending on, obviously, your days. Now, if you're late in your trip, sleeping in's better. If you're early in your trip, maybe it's better to get up earlier. Yeah. You know? um, don't, don't forget an autograph book for the kids. We have not talked about autographs no. at all. Right. No, no, we, we could the, do a whole show on, we could. on meet and greets. Yeah, yeah. Basically, so... Yeah, we could. Do I gotta tell you, I am amazed seeing the characters in their their regalia, their whole full getup, sign their autographs. I can't believe to me. I know that they're able to. That they're able to. Number one, but number two, how efficient it is. Yeah, it really looks awesome. I I'm, I'm pretty sure that they are. Well, and they well really have. Uh, I mean, made the fact that, of trying to get the autographs from them uh, not so random as it used to be. Yeah. Now, I mean, Mickey and Minnie are right there. You know, they have their own home right at the front of the park. In Magic Kingdom, 
they have set aside meet and greet areas now all over the parks. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have really set aside main ones in many places where it used to be so random. Yep. Could you catch them? And it's not so much that yeah. way anymore. Um, the characters make a stop at every single table. They will get to yours. Don't worry about it. Go, hang out, have fun. You'll, eat, you'll enjoy your time. And eat, let them... enjoy, don't worry about it. They'll right. come. It'll, it'll be fun, and it'll be fun for you. Um, best audience with the big cheese. Chef, chef Mickey's Fun Time Buffet at Disney's Contemporary Resort. He's in that adorable chef hat. Breakfast or dinner, both buffets are bounteous. So uh, check that out. It seems to be one of the most populars, only because it's Mickey. And it's in Chef and Mickey's. It's in, in Chef Mickey's. And it's in Contemporary. contemporary. Yeah. Close, right off the monorail. Right off the monorail, and, close to Magic Kingdom. And it's yeah. outside the park. Yes. Technically. I mean, so, hey, you don't really have to go into a park to do this one. Yep. Some of their favorites that they recommend, and we can probably go off on a little tangent here maybe. Uh, let's talk about the Crystal Palace in Magic Kingdom. This one hosts Disney Storybook Friends for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And remember, though, you're going to have to have a ticket into the park to do that. Yes. So... The Garden Grill at the Land Pavilion at Epcot, which is Chippendale for dinner. Again, you'll need to be in the parks. 1900 Park Fair at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. This one I've never heard of. And that one, obviously, you don't need to be in the uh, ticket to the mm -hmm. park. Uh, that one uh, says Super Califragilistic Breakfast and Cinderella and Friends for dinner for that one. Uh, there's the Dream Come True for Little Girls, which is the Princess Storybook Dining at Accursi's in Epcot's Norway Pavilion. I think that's how you pr pronounce it. I don't know. Yeah. It's the Norway one. Yeah. Or, yeah, whatever. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, Minnie Mouse. You can find Minnie Mouse at breakfast at Cape May Cafe at Disney's Beach Club Resort. Let me one tell of... you, you can find Mickey Mouse there, too, because we ran directly into him. Awesome. My granddaughter chased him around. That's funny. So, that's anyway. funny. Um, Disney Channel fans, you can catch uh, Handy, Manny, Agent Osso, and then June and Leo from Little Einsteins. Uh, you can book breakfast or lunch at Hollywood and Vine at Disney's Hollywood Studios, obviously in the park. Get ready for singing and dancing for that one. So that one sounds fun. Uh, one of the most coveted tables. This one everyone knows about, I'm sure. It's the um, Cinderella's Royal Table in Magic Kingdom Park. Reservations can be made 188 days in advance. From that one, uh, the, really the only opinion I've heard about that one is the food is not the greatest. Food's not the greatest. It is expensive. But you know what? It is a gorgeous atmosphere. And if you want to dine with Cinderella and the Prince, that's what your kids want. Yep. That's the place to be. Yep. So, and you can't beat it. I mean, you're eating in the castle. Yep. That's, and it is a, I mean, it is a coveted spot to be yeah, that's exactly in, in general. Right. So, yep. yep. It is a gorgeous dining room, too. Yep. I mean, the pictures I've seen, amazing. Mm. All right. No adults are loud at this one. It's the wonderful tea party. At the Disney's Grand Floridian Resort, this is when the kids get dropped off with tea with Alice and the Bad Hatter. So that one sounds pretty pretty fun for the kids. Uh, make, make an evening of it. When you go to uh, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort, you can go to Mickey's Backyard Barbecue. And I've a, heard this one's a blast. It's a dinner show. Yeah. So it's a character dinner show. Uh, speedy service, if you want to go somewhere quick, um, you can go to the family-style serving restaurant. We've talked about this, Ohana. Uh, Lilo and Stitch are there to help you out. It's at the Polynesian, so that one you don't need tickets to go to. Uh, tickets, I'm sorry, park tickets to get into. Right. And then if you are interested in a breakfast, a good breakfast and lunch, they actually are serving lunch at this one now, I believe. It is Tusker House at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and it's Donald's Safari Breakfast. You know, and I'll throw in here because it wasn't on this list. Um, 
There is a character breakfast at uh, the Swan and Dolphin. Ah. So. Didn't know that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I just I was trying to remind myself not to forget about that. Uh, anyway, yeah, there is a character breakfast at, at the Swan and Dolphin. Okay, cool. A couple of comments now I want to want to go to. Okay, number one, uh, I've been to the Crystal Palace one. Not only is this a great buffet, it is an awesome buffet, and it provides a great opportunity for you to get some good food. But if you're not interested in the characters, no big deal. At the time, we had some younger kids with us, but it weren't really into the characters a whole bunch, and it worked out well because the characters came by, said hi. We were mostly adults at the one table we were at, and no big deal. They moved on, and it was not. It's not like going to a character dining breakfast. You're going to be, or going to a character dining. It's going to be a big deal. The other one, uh, unless I think of any more to, to comment on, is the Princess Storybook Dining at uh, Norway, the Akursi's Hall. Okay, uh, you know him, Greg, my coworker. He went with his family first time. I had a, I'd recommended it kind of to him, and I said I never really went. I don't know. He was amazed at the food. Number one, he said this beef was awesome, and it was an all-you-can-eat kind of a thing. But number two, uh, it was all princesses, so his daughter loved it. His son didn't really get into it a bunch. But he said it was great, just the format of it and how it all worked. He just was really into it. They ate dinner there. And so the cool thing about that one is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So it's wide open. If you're into the princesses, you don't want to go to, you know, you can't get into Magic Kingdom, whatever. I'm sure that you'll have plenty of opportunities at this place to check it out. So. I predict to popularity of Phineas and Ferb stick around. Yeah. You're going to see some kind of a character thing going okay. on with them. For boys especially. It's a yeah, yeah, yeah. boys thing. So. Yeah. Well, they do a they do a character. It's a not a it's they not do dining, like a, a but meat it's, thing in Hollywood it's Studios. Hollywood Studios, yeah. yeah. Well, they're they doing something too, or they did something uh, around. I want to say it was July Fourth or something, for in front of the castle. Uh, anyway, if their popularity sticks around for another year, you're going to see things open. It's up built into the. Um, it was built into the Osborne lights for Christmas. Yeah, they kind of did. A I actually picked funny up thing. audio of it. Oh, you did? there when I was there, so I'll oh. see if I can find it, and oh. I'll, I'll put it in. Pipe it in, yeah, yeah. After, this, after this segment, so. Um, anyway, uh, other than that, yeah, I, I still would love to try some of these others. Uh, now that I've got younger kids, uh, as they get old enough to go to the parks and walk around and not have to nap when we're there, I think we're going to try and catch some of these things, especially, let me encourage you, dining plan. If you've got the dining plan, Use it. Yeah, because, in this instance, I would say the dining plan is great. The dining plan is, you, you, you made that comment earlier in the show about the cost of some of these. Yeah. Who cares if you're on the dining plan? Well, because right, right. Yep. Obviously, if you're on the free dining plan and you got it free, definitely use it. But if you are, you know, and some of them are two, two credits. you got to pay attention to that, I believe. Yeah, yeah, um, the Cellier. Oh, a lot of these. Well, yeah. Definitely, um, if you're looking at, uh, I don't even know if you can use dining plan on the, uh, uh, the one in the castle. Really? Cinderella's Royal Table. If it is, it's going to be two credits at least. Right. So, right. anyway. Yeah, there, You most likely you can, but definitely expect for it to be two credits. You know what, I think uh, it depends on age, because we just discussed this with my granddaughter and whether about maybe taking uh, her into it on this September. Yeah. And she's just going to be, I mean, really. She's three, three right? Old. Yeah. She will be. And yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's too young. Now, I don't know. Everybody's kids are different. And so you may decide, yeah, heck, our child will be fine in there. 
this is a really um, elegant kind of way to go and have dinner and to do the character thing. And um, uh, if your child isn't one that wants to sit and just be able to enjoy for very long, I don't think they're going to have a good time. Yes. Yeah. So I would say do something probably more like the Kate May. And in yeah. case somebody doesn't know where Kate May is, that's over in Beach Club off the boardwalk. Yeah. So. Um, and um, I guess my couple of comments about it. I've, I was reading some of the blog posts as people res responded. It's kind of nice to see see people's comments. And I know not everyone's, obviously it's a wide variety of people that would comment. But And you may be listening to the show. Some people have, might have the same opinion. Um, one guy was commented about the fact that he just didn't like character dining. He's like, boo, I wish I would have, would have, you know, they shouldn't have added character dining for this lunch one that I wanted to go to. I'm thinking it's not that big a deal. Like, if you went to Disney and you don't want to deal with the characters, they still come by. And, they're real casual with it. They're trained very well. If you don't have kids, they're not going to make a big deal about it. Right. They'll say, no, you but know. you took some pictures with them. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. I thought oh, it was, it was it awesome. Was fun. I have to tell you, too, you know, I mean, I've said this along the way as we've done shows, that um, I was never one of those people that, as a young yes. kid that got into the character. Yes, you've said and that. So, and I have to say that recently with my granddaughter, I've watched Cinderella and Peter Pan and all these, and so I'm kind of... Getting into at, them again? At, yeah, at, yeah, at a, definitely like, an older age and everything. I'm. It's not even again. I'm actually oh. starting to wonder and learn about these things oh, okay. and enjoy them, and so I think it's great. It's great. So, it's, anyway... It really, I mean, I know, obviously, you're going to Disney to meet the characters, but at the same time, it's in a, it's one of those things that it's an attraction by itself, characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and the fact that they, they do such a good job with training them, training the people to do a good job with characters so that people can have a good time and, and make them available. Right. You know, oh, well, Mickey, really Mickey's only life. in one place. You know, they have none of that kind of stuff. As we so. close the show out, too, I'm going to throw in a couple more things. Okay. To where I think that they're really doing a lot to bring them to life for kids. So, yeah. anyway. uh, um, other than that, uh, the other the, ex the extreme about it is, um, okay, say your kids aren't into the characters. Um, they they're scared of Santa Claus. They're scared of the big stuff, or they're just not into the characters as much. And you don't know what to do. It it helps a lot if you let's say you want to meet the characters but you don't want to do it standing in a long line waiting for characters well a character dining is a perfect opportunity because not only do you get to eat but while you're eating you're actually waiting for the characters so you're not really wasting any time right you actually get to go eat and it's especially I, I encourage you to check out one of them that have good food like the Crystal Palace the Crystal Palace has awesome food and you're not gonna miss out on bad food and I'm not saying I don't actually have not heard of horrible food at Disney. It's no. always good. So I, I question the Cinderella Castle food, even though it's not the greatest. I would say it's still fine. It's probably you're going to have a good time fine. there. It's really about the atmosphere, too, there. Yes. Listen, you're not eating garbage. It's yes. not going yes. to taste like fast food or anything like that. It's still going to be good. And the thing is, is you're really there to just enjoy your kids, and whether it's granddaughter, grandson, whatever, mm -hmm. son, daughter, meeting uh, the characters. Yeah. And it's a really intimate atmosphere. Yep. And, and most of them, I still think it would be. Um, but chasing them around in the parks. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. And i got to be honest with you, I guess I'm just partial to the Crystal Palace because I just remember that salmon was the most amazing thing I've ever had. And <laughs> some of the some of the choices of the salads and casseroles that they had were amazing. And what a location. And what a location. Of course it's the location. What a, okay. So. okay. The yeah. only other thing, the other thing that makes me think about that is the fact that, yes... We didn't have Mickey and Minnie in the Crystal Palace. 
it was Winnie Pooh and the Friend and Friends. Yeah. So you may be stuck with the fact that you want to go to certain characters. That's fine. I understand yeah, that. But you can meet so. Minnie and Mickey as you head into the park. You can. So there's no reason to try to always catch up with them. Uh, now the princesses and stuff like that, especially uh, Cinderella and stuff, it's going to be more limited. Right. To trying to catch up with them. Right. Um, so yeah, that new fantasy land is going to help. Yes. They're supposed to have a big princess thing over there. There's a whole so. meet and greet area that's yeah. supposed to be there for them. So exactly. Yeah. So you know, you know, there you go, and and that and that kind of obviously we've tossed back between dining with characters and then regular characters, but. This is a character show, so it's kind of important to to, to cover the both uh, right. as you plan your make out your plan. So, anyway, I think that's enough. Uh, I wanted to say about that and uh, fill in all the details with all of the just the broad aspects of the fact that I've not been to all of them, but at the same time, I've talked to people that have and and gone through the blog. So again, I encourage you go to Disney's Park Disney's blog. It's DisneyParks.com/blog. They have lots of updates. Search it if you want some more information. Send us an email, podcast@theseamazingplaces.com. We will definitely get you some more info. Send you some oh, you of know our what? info. If you've got something to share about a dining yes, experience that you definitely. had, then send it our way, and we would love to. We'll uh, read it on the show else. if you want us to. We yeah. will respond back. We've had actually a couple of good conversations with some people that have emailed over over the time we've had the show, and it's been great to be able to have those conversations. Um, yeah. So anyway, go from there. And, and go out and enjoy. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, with that said, I think we're going to take a break. We might play some audio here during this break. And we're going to come back uh, and uh, talk about the future of the show and what's going on with uh, power outages and everything that we've got going on here. So, we'll see you in a little bit. we got Phineas and Ferb doing a meet and greet straight ahead. Music coming out of a vent at the top of the, uh, right beside to the left of the Muppet stuff sign on the front of the Muppet store. It's right above the door. Mama Mel Roses on the right. Thanks again, everybody. It's been another good show. It's it's good to be back. Um, I guess just to cut to the chase, 
So Doug and I, again, we are we, we made this announcement, was it a month ago when we asked talked about the fact we were discussing what to do with the show next? Actually about three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, okay. Um, so I think we're gonna try we may you may see us start to diminish our shows as far as not releasing them every week. Um, both our families are well, they're they're large they're getting bigger <laughs> or are expanding for reasons that well, we won't go into all those details. But anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on in our lives. Doug's actually working on some uh, expansion of his house yeah. right now. He's got some floorboards out over here. And... We're blowing the walls out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's just the timing's not working out. Also, I think, we didn't talk about this, but I found that a lot of people are catching on to our show right now, and they're right. trying to go back and catch up. And we feel like if we keep releasing shows once a week, it's really going to be really hard for people to catch back up to our shows. Some of our shows are pretty lengthy in time, and and I know some of them aren't Disney, and there's a lot of Disney fans that I see that people are listening and stuff, but uh, send us comments if you want. We'll try to give you updates on when we're doing stuff. Stay tuned to our Twitter page. If there's anything that happens like what happened two weeks ago with the power outage, I posted on Twitter that said there wouldn't be a show out or something about power. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah cause because I was like, we need to put this out there, and yep. you know, if it weren't for the fact that Cell phone towers still had cell phone. I wouldn't have been able to do that post. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, it was a mess. <laughs> anyway, um, we're back on and we're fine and everything's good and no, no big catastrophes around here. It's just all the substations were blown around the area and so I think what there's sixty people, sixty thousand people around where we live here and fifty five thousand didn't have electric. Right. Yeah. So it was a pretty big. Uh, non-power yeah we had people out for nine days I yeah grocery stores and everything were out it yeah. was kind of crazy gas stations didn't have gas you had to drive away to yeah, get it shut the area down so so anyway um that probably won't happen again but at the same time um if things are picking back up and we're going to be busy so here's here's basically good just yeah. kind of what we're into um that uh we don't want to start to put out uh lower quality stuff or stuff that's not really pertinent, uh, or take it to the point where uh, the show becomes a burden to us. Um, Adam and I, you know, we're not making money off of this, and so uh, we don't want to take it to the point where we feel so burdened down by trying to get a show together, uh, you know, this week, that sometimes it may not happen for that week. Uh, well, I'm going to always try to put something out there along the way, but, uh, you know, that's also weeks for people to contact us and uh, and kind of you know, communicate back and forth with us. I, I guess too we're looking at, I'm looking at other opportunities of um, expanding things, but expanding them too in, in other ways. That doesn't mean we're gonna stop doing the show. It just means that um, it's not, we're gonna try not to feel burdened by the fact that it's supposed to be every week. Every week it's gotta, you know, we gotta release the show. Yep. We have to have something to say. Um, so, you know, in a lot of ways, um, I, I would like for things to be random sometimes. Um, like when we put up random pictures and stuff up on yeah. Twitter, it's amazing the amount of hits and stuff and the interest that we get. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think that is probably even more entertaining to somebody. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that doesn't mean we're stopping things. It just means that if you don't see something uh, come Monday morning, then hey, uh, it probably means that we're just we are swamped. We're into something else. So okay. The only yep. The only other one thing I would say is if we know in advance, we'll definitely announce it. Yeah. Like, we know in advance we're not doing a show for a month. We'll let you guys know. If we don't know in advance, um, stay tuned to Twitter. And that should give all your information out there because it's all public 
public Twitter stuff, and it'll be fine. If you don't have Twitter, you can just go to a web browser and click twitter.com slash amazingplaces, and you'll be fine right there. Um, yeah, and I think that's about it. Um, I can't think of anything else except I really, again, we did the shout-outs earlier. Thanks, everybody, for contacting us. really appreciate it, everybody who's been doing reviews of our shows and whatnot. Um, hopefully sometime soon here we're going to try to get some Skype together so Doug and I don't have to necessarily get together and we can always be on the show together. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what's we going on We were working that. on that. So, so. Along anyway. with uh, build, putting up the drywall. It's uh, <laughs> drywall, tearing out walls and building new walls. Yeah, and, really. Yeah, so really. anyway, so. I could probably do a show on that probably most weeks. Yeah, just hit the recorder and yeah, uh, I should. start talking while yeah. you're hammering it's, nails. And... Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, anyway, guys, All um, right. we do so much appreciate the fact yes. that you make time out for us every week. Um, uh, I know, uh, listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, and I know that the entertainment value of it's great uh, from even other podcasters that are out there. So I hope that you appreciate uh, what we do and uh, what you get to hear from us each week as much as we appreciate you listening and we appreciate other podcasters doing the same thing. So with that, we will sign off. Uh, and uh, let the crickets play us out. Yeah. We will talk to you soon. All right. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening.